This is the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast. I'm Graham Shelby. I work in the mayor's office. The big news is the opening of the Omni Louisville Hotel. It's a $300-plus million-dollar project, and it's happening because of the growth in tourism here in Louisville. Now, in a few minutes, we'll talk about why that's happening with Cleo Battle. He's the executive vice president of the Louisville Convention and Visitors Bureau. But first, the mayor. So, Mayor, why did you decide to approach Omni about coming to Louisville? Well, first, let's talk about the kind of symbolism behind this, because it really represents a major step in our city's tourism effort. We are seeing uh, huge growth in tourism in our city, fueled by the fact that we're just an interesting city that people are getting to know more about on the whole tourist scene around the world right now. Urbanism has taken off like I hoped for uh, in a really big way. The downtown convention center is being renovated and will open up this August. You put all that together now with a world-class hotel opening on top of all the other beautiful hotels we have. We are in a space that we've never been at before in our city's history relative to lodging amenities, relative to tourism amenities. And the game keeps getting better and better in terms of quality and different types of alternatives. Uh, The Omni itself uh, is a project that we worked on for a long period of time. Uh, The city had secured ownership to that lot between Liberty and Ali, uh, second and third, and it was always seen as a companion development along with 4th Street Live. Then the Great Recession hit. Uh, So it sat there uh, by itself as a parking lot for the most part, not generating any type of revenue. And so as the economy got better, we started getting more and more interest in developing that piece of property. And I was very keen on finding a partner that would develop that property in a uniquely Louisville way to showcase the beauty of our city, both architecturally but also from an interior design and a thematic standpoint. And it quickly became apparent to me that Omni was the company to do that. They're privately owned, so they make decisions very quickly. They exceed expectations in performance, in quality, in commitment keeping. They've just been a just a fantastic partner. Uh, the The building itself is kind of an homage to Louisville. Uh, it's an ob- homage to bourbonism as well, and has uh, about a dozen different dining experiences in it. What will be one of the most interesting urban markets food halls in the whole country. It's a new concept that we worked with on them here because one of the requirements for this was that there was going to be a grocery store as part of the project. So there's a really neat grocery store concept to it along with the additional food offerings. So then we said, let's have some apartments as well. So we have about 600 hotel rooms, about 225 apartments. Those apartments combined with all the other multi-unit residential that's going on downtown is really reinvigorating in a significant way our downtown housing stock and all the energy and entertainment that comes with that. And you said more and more people have been moving downtown in recent years. You see more and more energy between the people that are moving downtown and then the tourists that are coming here uh, week in and week out that we really didn't have before, that are increasing significantly because of urbanism and will increase even more once the downtown convention center opens. So how did it work? How does a city approach Omni and say, Hey, can we get coffee? Like, how, how does this how does this sort of courtship begin? <laughs> well, you identify potential partners uh, for the project itself, and you see, you know, we're we're looking at developing this piece of property. Is it a conversation that you want to participate in? And so we had a few people that wanted to do that, uh, but as I mentioned, it was important to us that 
the company had the ability to perform without a lot of red tape. And remember, when we started doing this, we were not really totally liberated from the Great Recession yet. What year was this? Uh, we started on this project about three, three to four years ago. And uh, so we were very keen to work with somebody that had the financial strength to not have to go to a board of directors to get everything approved and take forever and go through red tape to do that. But more importantly, what we saw with Omni, and I've visited quite a few Omnis around the country, is that they're all unique. It's not a cookie-cutter type of thing. So when you go to the Omni, it's like what surprises are going to be in this particular product. And they do it in a four-diamond type of way, so it's really high quality. And, of course, I think quality always sells and it exceeds the customer's expectations. And when they started sharing their dreams about a product here in our city after they researched um, all of the things that are Louisville, they nailed it. And so that's what you're going to see in their food offering, their beverage offering, uh, their focus on our bourbon tourism, uh, the neat little uh, bowling alley, speakeasy that they have, keeping some of our old signage and restoring some of the things that were part of the block that they were on from the Louisville Water Company, the Fall City Sign Company, uh, really respectful to the tradition of that. So I, I can't wait to see how people are going to react to it. And then to live in one of the apartments and have the food hall and grocery store underneath of you, I think is going to redefine urban living for folks as well. The other thing I wanted to clarify is how the hotel was financed, because there's a lot of confusion around that. Some people say this is some type of corporate giveaway. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's really a win-win, right? We are able to have a great new asset that's affordable because a portion of the taxes that are generated go back to the owner. Without that, the project wouldn't be happening. And without that, we still have zero tax revenue from that particular parcel, not to mention all the occupational taxes that come from it and the opportunity. And remember, on this block, the south side of the block is still yet to be developed as part of that Omni footprint. So there's more good news to come. So when you're selling Louisville, essentially, to somebody like Omni uh, or any of the other companies that you've worked with who you've thought identified as good potential partners for the city, people you'd like to bring in. I know a lot of that's numbers and, you know, projections in the economy and population, things like that. What other things do you talk about? What are some of the main selling points that you have for Louisville when you're discussing something with these folks? Well, smart developers or smart operators like Omni, they aren't thinking about today so much. They're looking out three years, five years, and ten years so they can see where is the market going. And so you're selling the future of the city. And what they saw with Louisville was a medium-sized city that's identified as one of these next breakout type of cities like Nashville or Austin. So they want to play their bets in cities like ours so they get in early and establish themselves as a critical piece of the, of the footprint and then as one of the decision-maker influencers in a city. So when a, a convention is coming, for instance, they think Omni. Omni also has about 75,000 square feet of meeting rooms themselves. So there'll be a lot of meetings just taking place at the Omni, in addition to it being one of the convention center hotels along with the Marriott, of course. And the Marriott, you know, was the first big convention hotel that came into the city and really helped us in a significant way. They are going through a beautiful renovation right now. Uh, where they're doing some first of their kind for the country, and they're going to have some beautiful interiors, some beautiful food concepts. So what we're seeing is our hotels in the city are going through a tremendous renaissance of investment in the hotels itself. So not just the Marriott, 
You see that at the Brown Hotel, which is unbelievable what they've done with their rooftop offerings, for instance. The Sealback, one of the great classics that we have here, still beautiful. Uh, Embassy Suites, uh, really nice addition, that 4th Street spine there. And when you think about the clustering effect of all of this around 4th Street, 4th Street Live, and bringing that 4th Street spine back to life as a city, it was always traditionally the center of the city. That's what you're seeing take place right now. Kindred's corporate expansion has been a big part of that as well. Hmm. So if I'm one of the 760,000 people who live here in Louisville, and I'm unlikely to ever spend a night in the Omni, how does this benefit me? Well, you're likely to have known one of the 800 people that were part of the construction project. Our construction team there, the general contractors from Brassfield and, and, and Gorey, were incredible. This project was done safely, uh, on under time, you know, ahead of time, and probably a little over budget. But uh, the ownership group said we want to invest in this hotel, and they kept doing that. So you know one of the construction workers. You're going to know one of the 350 people that work there. You're probably going to go by and show it off to folks that come to town, maybe for a special occasion. But it offers an additional amenity that we don't have right now, so it's good for tourism. So you're going to know somebody in the hospitality industry. So the ripple effect of projects like this you know, goes into thousands and ten thousands of jobs for the city. So in any kind of growing healthy city uh, like ours are going to have projects like the Omni, the expanded convention center, the demand that leads to the reinvestment and upgrading of the other hotel properties also. Now the economic impact of tourism cannot be understated. And there's over 27,000 jobs just in our city related to tourism. 16 million visitors came to the city last year. That's growing every year. $14.5 billion economic impact for the entire state. We're about $3.5 billion in Louisville on that. And over $300 million in taxes generated. So this is a big part of the engine of our city. And also it's a big part of how people see our city. So when they come and have this experience in high-quality facilities, Combine that with bourbonism and visits to the Ali Center and the Slugger Museum, uh, Kentucky Derby Museum, our art scene. People say, I want to come back. So it's all about selling your city. It's not just tourism, but then it ripples off into our business community, our arts community, and a growing city. A part of the deal I was really excited about was the first two floors of the Omni are basically a huge art gallery for Louisville and Kentucky artists. So it'll be the biggest showcase that we have to highlight Kentucky artists. I think that's going to really benefit our arts community and give people an opportunity to break out that they didn't have on a scale like this before. You talked about the growth in tourism, especially in downtown, but, but throughout the city as well. What's driving that? One of its location, Louisville's within a day's drive of two-thirds of the United States, so it's easy for people to get here. Second is our profile both nationally and internationally is increasing in a pretty significant way. The third is people look at what's there to do when you go to a place. So when you take a look at some of our anchor institutions from a hospitality standpoint, you've got the Ali Center, which is incomparable, same as Louisville Slugger, same as the Kentucky Derby Museum, kind of on the sports side of it. Then we have a super vibrant arts community that people are tuning into as well with some nationally and internationally known activities like the Humana Festival of New Plays. Our architecture here is very interesting. Our park system is known as one of the best in the country. And then, of course, you have bourbonism on top of this. This is really the big news for 
taking our tourism level to the next uh, heights. People go to Napa Valley for wine. Now they're coming to Louisville as the trailhead of the Bourbon Trail. And so the creation of bourbonism, which is bourbon-based and local food-based tourism, uh, is really going to explode. On a scale of 1 to 10 right now, I bet we're at a a 2.5 or 3. This is why one of the reasons why we have such a great dynamic food scene and local food scene that goes into the restaurants. So you can take a look at Louisville being kind of your stage for a full week of activities throughout the state. When you have the kind of outstate bourbon trail experience, you know, the rural countryside of Kentucky is beautiful. And these experiences are four and five star high-end experiences. The bourbonism tourist tends to be a high-end type of tourist. So whether it's sports, parks, architecture, arts, uh, bourbon tourism, we've got a really enviable suite of products for people to look at and come and visit right now. Then all these great new hotels. Uh, so it's a really exciting combination. The time to be here, sort of the convention center reopening and upgrade on top of that. We're going to have a good run for quite some time. Mayor, thanks very much. Okay, Graham. Good job. Of course, Louisville as a tourist destination is nothing new. When Charles Dickens came here in 1842, he wrote, We slept at the Galt House, a splendid hotel, and were as handsomely lodged as though we had been in Paris, rather than hundreds of miles beyond the Alleghenies. The Sealbach gets a mention in The Great Gatsby. The Brown turns 95 this year. And these and other area hotels have invested heavily in upgrading their facilities to make room for all those people coming to town. And getting even more people to come to town is the focus of the Louisville Convention and Visitors Bureau and our next guest, Cleo Battle. He's the executive vice president of the CPP. Cleo, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So your job is to help bring people to Louisville. Um, Now, you're not from here originally. I'm not. I'm not. I've been here five years. So what what did you what struck you about the city when you first came here? Yeah, uh, you know I think when you are doing what we do in the hospitality industry, we are all of us are are not mandated, but we all are are high on the city, high on the hotels, high on the convention center. That's just what you do in our industry. Um, I think what struck me personally is if I was at the post office or at Target or at a service station, and if I told someone I moved here, they would say, well, you're going to really love living here. And I thought that was, that struck me. I I thought, wow, you just don't get that in every city. And it's, I I tell that story a lot because it it stuck with me, and I have loved living in Louisville. So it's it's been a great five years. And how does that community spirit, community pride, how does that, impact the tourism business? Well, I think if you are a visitor, uh, whether you're you're a media convention or leisure visitor, um, and your citizens are high on your community, it's it's not me trying to tell you how excited you should be about Louisville. It's the citizens that live in this community telling you that. I think that that's very authentic, and I think that's what visitors are looking for, ultimately, is this really authentic experience. So... We've been talking a lot about how Louisville, the tourism business, tourism industry in Louisville has grown tremendously over the last few years. What really started that? You know, I don't know exactly what started uh, that. I think uh, 
the bourbon industry for us will, has become more refined in how we market it to visitors. I think bourbon has always been a part of the state. Um, but I think as we have learned to market it better uh, in Louisville out to um, to the regional and national market, I think that's helped tremendously to grow um, not only our leisure visitation, but to help our meeting and convention business. So well, let me back up and ask this. So just on a basic level, who comes to Louisville and what brings them here? Who is in? What? What people, what segment of the population, what people from what places, who are the visitors? If we're getting, you know, something like 16 million visitors a year, who are these folks and what's bringing them here? Well, I think there, I think there are numerous things that bring folks here. I think what we just talked about with bourbon, I think folks that, you know, and let me say this. It's about being authentic, and I think that is what visitors are looking for around the, around the country. I don't care what city you travel to. They're looking for an authentic experience. What does he, that mean? Here, so here in Louisville, um, bourbon, bourbon is, you know, 95% of the world's bourbon is made in Kentucky. So you want to come here. You want to have that authentic Kentucky experience. And, and, and to have that, and, and obviously Louisville being the largest city in the state, you can, you can have that here. Uh, you have the Kentucky Derby that takes place once a year. That's a bucket item for many folks. So whether you're here for the Kentucky Derby or you come here to visit Churchill Downs, it's authentic. You can't go do that anywhere else. Um, so Muhammad Ali Center, uh, the, um, the Slugger Museum, you know, those are, those are authentic experiences that you can only do in Louisville. So, you know, that, I think, is what drives a lot of our leisure visitation into the market. So I understand about 84, that of the visitors we get, about 84% are here for leisure and 16% are here for conventions. But what, how do the economics break down on that? What's the, is the, but do we make, do we benefit more from more convention business or more leisure business? You benefit more from more convention business because the conventioner is going to pay more per day while they're in town. Your leisure visitor, they're 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 going to many of them are going to stay with friends and family when they come to town. That is. That is a large part of the leisure visitation business is coming in and staying with friends and family. They're, they're taking advantage of all of our authentic experiences, but they may not be staying in a hotel room. Your convention, your convention attendees staying in a hotel for two or three days. Uh, they're eating in the restaurants. So their per day um, expenses in the market are much higher than your leisure visitor. So yes, convention business is it's a lot more lucrative, although it's a smaller percentage of their overall visitation. So that's what's driving the, the renovations to the Kentucky International Convention Center and the Omni and other hotels. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You want to, the investment in the convention center, the, the growth of our hotels, the, the Omni opening up today, uh, those uh, will give us an opportunity in the convention market to go after 25% more of that market. So, you know, if we have this slice right now, we're going to have 25% more of that national market. Okay. So when you go, so we talked about, you know, what struck you about Louisville when you came here. So now your job, I, I imagine, is to sometimes go to other places and talk to people about coming to Louisville for their convention or event. 
what are some of the re- reactions that you get when you talk about Louisville? What are some of people's perceptions of the city from other places? I think I think we've done a really good job in this community at branding those authentic experiences that we've talked about. So you have many of the people that are out of market who are excited about that. Uh, on the convention side, you know, you need facilities, and you just asked the question about facilities. That becomes important. You know, we can have the greatest experiences, but if we can't accommodate your group at the at the convention center or at a hotel, they're not coming. So I, I think the experiences get keep people interested, but I think what's really driving a lot of the enthusiasm around the country uh, are the growth of our hotels, the expansion and renovation of the convention center. Okay. So, so let's imagine that I'm the head of some big national group that's going to have a convention looking for a place to have our convention you know the national the national association of government podcast hosts there you go you know we're a formidable group there's an association for everything i'm sure um so what's and i don't know anything about louisville say what's your give me your pitch for louisville so you know what i want to know first and foremost is usually well where have you been in the past and what are the type of things your attendees enjoy? What do they do when they're not in the convention? And so we will we will start there just to get the interest because you're your meeting planner for the National Association of Podcast Journalists. Um, they are leisure visitors when they put when they change their hat. So we want to get them excited about that. And then along that, along the way of telling them about all these authentic experiences for their attendees, because ultimately that's what they care about. Are my attendees going to come to Louisville? Is Louisville exciting enough for me to, we had 3,000 people last year. Am I going to have 3,200 people if I come to Louisville? Or am I going to only have 2,700? That's their top concern. So you want to know, they want to know that those authentic experiences are going to draw. So if we can accommodate you, convention center, hotel, great. Then it's about. So what are you going to hit me with then? Just sort of the general fun the general um, things to do in Louisville that you're going to highlight. So I, I would, I would tell someone, you, you know, we've got a brand new convention center that's that's being built. It's going to open in August. We just opened the Omni Hotel, and there's another 19 hotels that are either being built or are being talked about. But I think more importantly to you, Mr. or Mrs. Meeting Planner, um, we have 10 micro-bourbon experiences that have been built in the last couple years for your attendees to enjoy right down Main Street. They can walk from the convention center and enjoy all these different experiences. If you've ever been on a a wine tour in Sonoma or if you've done beer tour, same thing in downtown Louisville, except for you don't have to drive around as you would have to in Sonoma. In Louisville, you can just walk from micro-bourbon experience to micro-bourbon experience. That's what I, I would tell a client. In addition to go out and you know, visiting Churchill Downs, visiting the uh, Slugger Museum, the Muhammad Ali Center, um, those, those experiences that you can't get in other places. All right. Cleo Battle, Executive Vice President of the Louisville Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mayor Greg Fisher podcast. You can keep up with the mayor. He's in constant motion. 
on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on there you'll find some pictures from the Omni opening as well as elsewhere around town. You can subscribe to this podcast, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere. Our producer is Joe Lord. I'm Graham Shelby. Thanks again for listening to the Merry Christmas Podcast.